Welcome to Creative Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Woff. Ah, hey, guess what? We took a week off from Kickstart. Yeah, man. <laughs> we thought you guys deserved a break. Uh, you're not so much, but me. I was mostly recovering <laughs> from my second shot because it, it didn't jack me up too much. I just slept a lot and I kind of overcame it fairly quick. I didn't have any like real side effects just other than fatigue and a little bit of a achiness, you know, just the usual. Yeah. It's all right. We didn't have anything else to talk about anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, we could, we would have probably, you know, we, we would have probably brought up the guy. We, we probably would have brought up the fact that the Guy Ritchie movie was opening today. Guy Ritchie we movie. heard that on Monday. Because we're, oh, right? yeah, we're talking early. Guy Ritchie movie opened a couple of days ago. <laughs> oh, open on Friday. What? It's the reason why Scott Pilgrim is out of the Dolby Cinema. But it went wide. Do they get such a great reaction? Yeah, man. From Scott Pilgrim being re-released, they went right wide to like another 500 screens. Yeah, man. Bump it up. Dude. There you go. That's great. In between all this, I saw the 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 4K, the Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision version of this, in, uh, of Scott Pilgrim. And it was amazing. I took Joey to go see it. It was so good. And I, as I told you earlier, we were hearing things, dialogue and sound that we didn't, I've never heard before. And I've seen the movie dozens of times. Joey's only seen like twice. And it was such a bizarre thing to hear lines of dialogue that were super funny that were just part of, you know, part of the looping group, just background stuff. And I'm like, that's so good. Anyway, if you guys have a chance to go see this movie, you haven't a chance to see it yet. It's wide right now. It's wide and 500 screens. I mean, it's got to be playing somewhere near you, but only if you can be safe about it. I got both shots, um, but I saw it before I got my second shot. It's such a great time. If you love the movie, you'll dig it, seeing it on the big screen. For a lot of you, it's going to be the first time seeing the big screen based on how poorly it did in 2010. I'm piggybacking that whole experience in between us talking last to say this. It's been so well received. I don't know if they meant to announce it this early on, but guess what? Scott Pilgrim versus the world is getting a 4k release and it's a badass release. It's chock full of good stuff. It's got obviously the new 4k remaster that you're experiencing in the, in the movie theaters last week. It's got deleted scenes. It's got all the stuff that the Blu-ray has deleted scenes, the bloopers, alternate footage, pre-production music videos, Visual effects breakdowns. Oh, and I've talked about this before. There's a great YouTube channel called Soundworks Collection. Yeah, and they also have their own website. Um, they always do like sound profiles and talking to sound designers and things like that. That's going to be on there for Scott Pilgrim. Trailers also, the really great Adult Swim thing, Scott Pilgrim versus the animation. A bunch of blog entries, trivia, a trivia track, which is not often you see this, but it's just when you turn on a subtitle track and you get to watch how cool it is almost like pop-up video kind of thing from back in the VH1 days where they did really cool stuff like that. But dude, no joke, the 4K UHD, a new Blu-ray struck from this new 4K remaster and the digital, which will be 4K also, all that shit. And it's retailing for $19.99, which means when it ships, it's probably going to be 15 bucks. That's crazy. Something like that, for sure. It'll, be, it'll definitely be under $20 which is rad right now. It's just target Amazon. Funny enough, hasn't, doesn't have the pre-order up yet, but you can pre-order now at, at a target, but that could change in the next three days. <laughs> by the time this thing airs, I, Joey and I, when I told them about the release being coming on UHD, we knew it was coming. It had, they wouldn't spend all universal, wouldn't spend all that money remastering it for a movie that, you know, cost them some dollars <laughs> 11 years ago. 
but they definitely put the time and effort in there and the team behind the remastering both the 4k and and the, the atmos f- did a phenomenal job and everybody i've talked to that's seen it said the same thing it's like watching the movie again for the first time and edgar wright has been saying uh, he's been taking screenshots he's been very humbled by the whole thing because it's been, you know, as far as theatrical releases, it's been the it's been the lowest box office performer for him, um, which is a lot when you consider this came between um, Hot Fuzz and The World's End when he was really uh, pulling people into the cinema. So Scott Pilgrim versus the World, if you missed out on the 4K or any theatrical experience before, check it out now while you can. If you can't, that 4K release is going to come out July 6th and that's, right around the corner so july 6th and it's a birthday gift for me like i was like i needed to be my birthday for me to buy it like you wouldn't have gotten it anyway (laughs) damn right i would have it's always somebody's birthday always uh so that guy Ritchie movie just for you guys who weren't paying attention it's wrath of man so yeah it's in cinemas now we would have talked about it last week yeah yeah wrath of man is the reason why that's going in in all those dolby cinema theaters i just mentioned why scott pilgrim had to get out of the way and it couldn't be extended in that, in that format longer was because Wrath of Man, Guy Ritchie's new one, is out there taking over its spot. Well, hey, man. So, look, what I'm going to tell you about today is I'm, I'm kind of music-centric today. Uh, first thing up is it's been out for three days now. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to say that the deluxe box set is already sold out, sold out on Friday. But uh, Van Weezer, man, Van Weezer, the new album from the band Weezer, not to be confused with Weezer from our gang, but the band Weezer. Uh, if you head on over to the WeezerWebStore.com, you can check it out and uh, pick up what's left. You can get your Weezer merch, uh, but you can pick up the vinyl for, you know, 24 bucks. If, you're, if you want to go old school, you want to get the CD there, you can buy it directly from Weezer. But the, what, what I think is fun, besides the music, because you can always just go to Spotify and listen to it, but nobody makes any money off Spotify. Uh, but if you're paying for it, head on over, give it a spin. But man, what really I was excited about is the gear, the uh, the long sleeve tee, the crew neck, uh, the Van Weezer World tee. I mean, there's some really cool stuff. I mean, I you know I'm a band shirt guy. Weezer is a band, dude. Like if you didn't know, they put out an album in January, so it's only been about that was the end of January. <laughs> right. So it's been about three months uh, since we last got an album from Weezer. And that was the uh, OK Human album, which was fantastic. And I, I've listened to Van Weezer. I listened to it this morning, you know, when I got up around 6.30. And I went right to Spotify and popped it on while I was making breakfast for my dogs. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's a good record, man. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of Weezer, you're not going to hate it. I could promise you that. Uh, and if you don't know Weezer, uh, I don't know where you've been for the last 30 years. But, hey, there might be somebody out there who doesn't know Weezer. <laughs> Check it out. Van Weezer out now at WeezerWebStore.com. What's really cool about one of the shirts that you mentioned was the long sleeve, the all I want. And that Again, obviously the Van Weezer thing is leaning on the Van Halen aspect, but you yeah, know it's so cool about it. And if you, if you grew up when we did, you may see some people like buying some $300 vintage tees, yeah. but, this is, but this is mimicking Van Halen's 82 world tour Absolutely. With the, with the lion with the sunglasses. Fuck, dude. It's so cool. Yeah, this is what you'd buy at the US Festival if you were lucky enough to go. This is the t-shirt you would get. If you if you happen to be lucky enough to be somebody that 
chooses the, if you didn't get it already, that deluxe box set, um, it's fucking rad, dude. Like we talked about, you, you pointed out some good stuff about it, but it's not just a vinyl. They give you a damn no. cassette version of it too. Yes. Cassette people. <laughs> cassette. <laughs> so neat. And it has a metal guitar pick. It's got the, it's got the rad, uh, uh Van Weezer, Van Halen-esque logo etched into it. And, um, okay, now, dude, when I saw this, I was like, there was something that happened a lot back in, back in the day when, when in the early eighties, late seventies, early eighties, where people would get patches for their Levi jacket for, yeah, and they have a back patch of <laughs> this dude. So bitching. This was a fair price. What you got for 110 bucks was pretty stellar. Oh yeah, man. And there was only 1,100 of these and it sold out because it just like you had coughed and it was sold out. It was sold out when I got up this morning. Like I said, I popped, I, I went, uh, the first thing I did is I popped on Spotify and then I opened up and I went right to this web store and the goddamn thing was already sold out by like seven o'clock this morning. So, yeah. you know, it went fast. <laughs> East coasters. We've talked about the release and everything, but I was working in the garage earlier today and you'd so funny because you had shot me a text and said, Hey, have you listened to this yet? Or no, we were talking on the phone. You're like, hey, have you listened to this yet? I'm like, I'm, I literally paused it to answer the phone. <laughs> it's, it was what was driving me all all morning working on the garage. It was like, dude, it's so good. It, every, I don't know. It's Is it, you know, sometimes there's bands that you listen to and you're just like, you're into it just because it's like, all right, it's still pizza kind of thing. It's still them. I, I'm not like that with Weezer. Everything they do is, is not just you know, mildly enjoyable. Everything is great. Everything they do is so much fucking fun. We've been waiting for this for a while because, you know, they've done a fair share of shows where they all they do is just do. That was one of the covers and stuff. I think we were both surprised at the lack of covers here. Well, it's funny because I thought for sure, you know, because they did that Teal album, which was all fantastic covers. And right. in my mind, of course, this Van Weezer was going to be like them covering Van Halen records, but it wasn't, which even made it better because, uh, you know, I can, I would, I, I'm sure that, you know, hearing them cover anything, jump, all of it yeah, would be, yeah, sure, they could do it. But I mean, for them to do what they do on this record is even more fun for me. Yeah. I got to think we're going to get that. <laughs> we're going to get that on that yeah. tour. That we're waiting. Dude, that. we're, we're going to hear, dude, there, you know that fucking at some point we're going to get a fucking kick-ass version of Pretty Woman. <laughs> well, yeah. With that long lead in. Uh, I don't know what they're going to cover. There's so much. I, I, God, dude, can you imagine hearing them doing Running With The Devil or Ain't Talking About Love? Dance the night away. I guarantee that it's a song that's made for Weezer to cover. So, you know. We, yeah, because we got, we have the Hella Mega Tour coming this summer. It's Green Day headlining with Fall Out Boy Weezer. And I don't think I've talked about how much I love the very special guest that they're going to have. The fourth band on the bill that opens all of this. The Interrupters. Fuck, Oh, man. yeah. Dude, if you people don't know their interrupters, it's okay because they're not well known, but they're fantastic. And and just seriously, go on Spotify, go on Apple Music, wherever you got to go and get a taste of it. And as soon as you get a taste of it, go to their website and put some money in their till because they are fantastic and they're perfect for opening up this show. 
And I got to think, man, because we got them coming in Dodger Stadium uh, mid-July. Uh, I think it's like July 17th. There might be more than one show that I think about it. Oh, I know what it is. It's July 17th at Dodger Stadium, and it's, they're down in Petco for the 18th. That's crazy though, right? Right. Back-to-back shows like that. And so I didn't think this tour would be big enough to have an advanced, you know, advanced production team for stage setup, but they do. Cause then two days later, they're back up in the Bay Area, Oracle Park. Yeah. Dude, I've seen Weezer more times than I count. Last time was in Cincinnati uh, with the Pixies opening for them. And it was this show was fantastic because yeah. you get the Pixies who Dude, there's barely enough room to fucking put a rolling paper in between <laughs> songs on a Pixie set list. Uh, and then you get Weezer and you get you get a rock and roll show. I mean, you know, there's three shows in one when you go to see Weezer. You know, you get a rock show, you get a fucking pop show, and you get that big fucking explode pyro show. I mean, yeah. they're a great, fun band. If you haven't seen them live, man, you know, get out on this tour because like you said, there's four fantastic bands depending on how you view fallout boy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, this is a great way to launch in and I mean, these songs are going to sound fantastic live uh, as are the ones from okay human. So that's what I got, man. That's that, that's kickstart. It kicks my kicks. My, my week started on Friday morning. I, I'm going to go ahead and add to that. The, the, the hello mega tour that we're talking about. It is hits the summer across the country just all over the place, right? It pops up to Toronto in late August. And then they actually close out the year in in uh, in Colorado on, on August 25th. But for those of you and out, out internationally, aside from Canada, they'll be back out on the road this with this tour in June 19th of 2022. And it's going to be Green Day, Fall Boy, and Weezer. They don't, the Interrupters is only for the American and uh, the Canadian run that we see this summer. But you talked about the mixed bag of of styles that you get from Weezer. This lineup, this Interrupters, Weezer, Fall Out Boy, and Green Day lineup, man, you get a taste of every style of music right here, even if Weezer wasn't on the bill. Yeah. I know there's lots of people out there that don't like Fall Out Boy, but they put on a show and they are going to change your opinion about them if you don't like them. Yeah, man. They're a band. I wasn't really into them until I saw them live. I mean, I didn't dislike them. Their song, you know, they had a right. couple songs, but seeing them live, man, I had a whole new appreciation for them. Their energy is so great. And something else too, the, one of the, the, the main guy in, in uh follow boy, Patrick stump, he's worked his way into composing music for movies and stuff now. And this is something that he just started doing with, I, I talked about this briefly. He did the banana splits movie. <laughs> but right. He also did Seth Green had uh, his directorial debut as far as feature film goes he, in 2019 called Changeland. We mentioned Breck and Meyer previous that, but this is this. And I'm not surprised about that because if you guys seen the movie Sex Drive that Seth is in, Fallout Boy is in that movie. So I don't know if that's where they became aware of each other as far as like friends or something like that from that. But it's funny how that kind of, how it all works like that. But he's somebody that's, again, working his way into um, doing film work. I remember when I saw the Rolling Stones years ago on the, uh, I want to say it was Steel Wheels, right? Was it Steel Wheels when GNR opened for him at the Coliseum? GNR yeah. and uh, Living Color. Um, Living Color. Yeah. Yeah. I went there for GNR and Living Color and I was like, eh, about the Stones. Did you have mixed emotions? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Those old men 
just blew me away. Too. You want to, here's the thing, dude, do you know how old Mick was 47 in 1989 when that Jeez. tour was going on? So fuck so those yeah. old guys, those old guys uh, who are younger, younger than, us, than I, <laughs> that was an interesting show too, because that's when Axel called out members of the band for their heroin use. Yep. Oh man. So good. Anyway, dude, yeah, this is going to be an amazing tour. Catch it. And Weezer, if you haven't heard the album yet, again, like we said before, pop it over Spotify, listen for a second, and you're going to be like, I don't know, 16 bars into it, you're going to go, yep, and you're going to buy it. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, if you collect vinyl and that's, you know, I mean, hey, look, I'm just saying, pop on over to the web store. There's something for everyone. Yep. You get the, get the vinyl, get the, get the tea. Try to get that shipping cost, you know, yeah. worth your while. Get a CD, whatever. Get on that. Come on. All right. I've talked before about how much I love Zoe Deutsch. And I just think that she's, everything she does is super charming and adorable and everything. And we also have talked about who her mom is on this show several yeah, times. of course. Well, they got together and they did this super funny radio play called A Total Switch Show. And it's like a Freaky Friday thing, except for they take it one step further. Freaky Friday has always been, whether it's been remade and called something else, it's always been about, hey, once these two people figure out who each other is and how much harder their life is to get along, they switch back. This world is happens, happens all the time. They actually have government agencies that, that handle switches. And so... <laughs> So this world is our world, except for they call them switchies when they're switching. Sometimes it lasts a day or a month. Sometimes it never ends. And the premise is these two have switched places and they've been like this for six months. And that's where we pick up the show. Lots of flashbacking in there. There is one adjustment you're going to have to make with it. Their voices are very similar. Once you kind of get into it and you can... I recommend listening to it with headphones so you can hear the little inflections and nuances in their two voices. You, you'll pick halfway through the first episode, you'll kind of pick up on it. Anyway, it's super funny. It's only available on Audible. So if you have, if you're an Audible subscriber, it's right there for you. But that's something I want to talk about before. I've never mentioned this, but Audible has a ton of original content. If you subscribe to it once a month, it's a $9.99 a month and you get a full credit. So there's like a book, an audio book that you want. You get it and it's yours. You, you, you basically $9.99 month, $9.99 month, you're you're purchasing that. But you also get all this stuff that comes with it, not unlike how Amazon has their prime service. And this show is produced by Conan O'Brien's production team, Team Coco. And it isn't just it's not just Leah Thompson and Zoe Deutsch. It's also got Bradley Whitford, Giancarlo Esposito, Bobby Moynihan, Judy Greer, Christopher Mintz Plaz. And it's just chock full of super funny people. It's super fun. It's a wonderfully funny show. The and, and the sound design in it, which makes and breaks radio plays, is so funny and so poignant. And it's fun driving in the car listening to it. But again, headphones. And it's like you're sitting in the room with them. It's really, really fun. And again, you'll find it super charming really quick. Now, one word of warning. This is not for kids at all. It's not for kids. In fact, the, you know, when you see Freaky Friday, there's always that one moment where the two 
people that switch places say a certain word or do something at the same time, that key moment thing, and they switch places, there is a key word that they say to each other um, when they switch, and it's the C word. <laughs> I don't like using the word, so I'm not going to say it. Ooh. It's so damn funny. And again, I told Melody ahead of time, like, just be aware this is a headphone show for you. <laughs> At least when Joey's around. But it, all 11 episodes, I'm sorry, all 10 episodes are available now. And, they, and nice, they're nice, tasty size. They've, it's almost like they set it up to be like a sitcom, a network sitcom situation because they're 22 to 23 minutes each, which is perfect. Right. And uh, a total switch show. Again, if, you're, if you want to check it out, Audible's free for a month. You can get it for 30 days for free. There's lots of original content on there, so check it out. It's really good stuff. It's not bad, dude. 10 bucks a month is nothing. Audible. You know, stop with Peacock. You know, take a break from, from the office. It's not going anywhere. It's a five-year deal. Right, man, come on. <laughs> come back and watch the office later. That's yeah, pretty groovy, man. I, like I told you earlier, I, I do have it. I have yet to download anything, but you know, I think I may have to do this. It sounds like listening to an episode of Archer. Yes, it re- it's it's that it's like that. It's so fun. It's such a fun thing. And there was a time like three or four years ago where where Audible's like if you didn't listen to audiobooks, it didn't it didn't make any sense for you to to, to get into it. Now, because they have all these original podcasts like the A Total Switch Show, and there are lots of other things on there that are available, um, you, you're going to discover that there's a whole thing out there. Like, man, if you got ten bucks, you know, if you've got two lattes worth of money to give you <laughs> to to check out some new stuff, this is it. And knowing things like this that are digestible and twenty minute packages, that's great, man. I can drive to work and listen to three episodes of the show, and I did. <laughs> I finished it like in two days. Right. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, hey, man. So uh, like I said, music centric for me today. My second surprise kick of the week. It's not really a surprise, <laughs> but it's uh, if you are, if you're familiar with Waxwork Records, who do these fantastic collectible vinyl? If because you know, if you know anything about me, I love vinyl. I own many of these, but man, this uh, on it again. A couple days ago, dropped was the their their newest release is the 1990s the 30th anniversary of Edward Scissorhands, and man, this artwork is fantastic. Not to mention the vinyl, the actual physical piece of vinyl is beautiful. We're looking at a, um, so it's the original motion picture score by Danny Elfman. It's a, it's again, it's 180 gram, but it's ice sculpture blue with snow splatter vinyl. I mean, it's, it's a piece of art, man. The artwork by, uh, is it Ruiz Burgos? Is that, That's uh, Juan is that? Carlos Ruiz Burgos. Yes. What do you, what, what's, we got to think of an acronym. Well, we do. Yeah. And <laughs> in, in the, in, in the print, the movie print That's collection, <laughs> we call them JCRB. We have, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. JCRB. Yeah. And this stuff is beautiful, man. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you, you're into posters and you're, you're into this, Corey. I mean, am I wrong? This, this is one of the, I mean, yeah. they're all fantastic at what everything Waxworks puts out is total quality and, and beautiful work. But this one is really, I mean, they kind of outdid themselves. I got to go back and look at some of my other ones, but I mean, right now I'm in love <laughs> with this. I ordered it, obviously, uh, but I mean, it's got a beautiful. I mean, it's it's an if you're into vinyl, it's a gatefold style jacket. I mean, it, it's beautiful, man. 
Um, there's an 11 by 11 art print insert that the record slides into. There's nothing about this that isn't amazing. And, and look, it's 30 bucks. Yeah. 30 bucks. And if you're a collector, I mean, I've got a few of these I haven't even opened yet. You know, Creepshow 2. And um, I was telling you the house and house 2 one is is my favorite. Of course, I opened it immediately upon receiving it because I just had to see it. But these guys, they they go above and beyond, you know, and, and they get very creative in the design of the vinyl yeah. and all the artwork is top notch and it sounds amazing. So, uh, you know, if you got 30 bucks, I mean, you, you better hurry up. I mean, by the time you hear this, it might be gone and, and that's my bad. <laughs> but yeah. hey, I didn't know about it until Friday. What do you want? Yeah. Don't give me your attitude. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, but hey, man, if you can get a hold of it, order one, man. It, it is a really a beautiful piece. If you're a collector, you're going to, you know, if you don't get it, if you go to Amazon, it, it's there's people selling it there right now for three times yep. what I paid for it this morning. They Waxwork kills. They did a release that, man, I was so regretful about this, for the Tangerine Dream score for Sorcerer. Uh-huh. And... It was $27. You want it's sold out. Now here's the thing. It's not, they're not limited edition where you look and go, oh, there's only a thousand of them made. They don't do it like that. They just make their run and then it's gone. Yeah. That's it. This thing sells for $90 now. And it was $27 when it came out. It, that's the thing is like you no, don't get into it because it's a, it's a collector thing. Get into it because you like this stuff. But that again, but the thing you're talking about, that release is like, it was funny because, because Juan had like, he had like, he had teased this art, but we didn't know what it was for. He, again, when it came out, we were like, oh damn. And when you showed it to me, I'm like going, oh, I, now I know what this is for. Dude, the cover is great. What we didn't see was the back cover with Vincent Price. Um, we also didn't see was the gatefold opened up and seen the neighborhood. Dude, it was like just so much about it, and like you point out, the vinyl is so gorgeous, and they have all the all that loving care that we've talked about with the boutique Blu-ray manufacturers. You like Shout Factory; they are the Shout Factory of vinyl, and they do, and they do, and they just do vinyl too. I mean, they do, do comics, they do like just a whole slew of things, collectibles. I think last year I mentioned they did a bunch of spinachers, like the Creature from the Black Lagoon spinachers and a bunch of other really cool stuff, Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein. The waxwork as a whole is fantastic. They do such incredible things. One of the other things that you mentioned too that waxwork put out when we were talking about this earlier was that great Alice Sweet Alice cover. Mm. And... God, dude, that's something. The yellow I'll, slicker. Yes. Stephen Reeves did that rad cover. It, we have some listeners out there that kind of are get unhappy with us when it comes to right. our like kickstarts because like we make them spend our money. wallets. Yeah, I know. Uh, what are you going to do, man? That's just how it is. We're into this stuff. You got to just tolerate it. <laughs> but we know you're into it too. Um, when you show that to me right away, I'm like, yeah. So what I've, what I've been doing all, all afternoon is perusing like, all right, I need to get free shipping here. What else can I order? Right. I think we actually mentioned that Godzilla Showa era soundtrack release they put out a while back. That was 450 bucks. And I think I mentioned passing because it's 450 bucks. <laughs> but it's sold out collectors love their stuff because it is like a piece of art you know those rad coffee table books 
you know, that, that you get because it's just, a, it's a, it's a talk piece. You know, you're, you a conversation starter when people come over your house. That's what, what, that's what their releases are like. Somebody shows up to your house and you pop on this Edward Scissorhands and they look over and you see it just dis, this cover display. They're like, Ooh, what's that? It's recognizable art, but unique because it's something brand new that they're commissioning. It's good stuff. Waxwork, man. They are the boutique final place to check out. They're, they're, they always kick ass, always. And this is proof of it. Let's not get into that Lords of Salem deluxe box. <laughs> no, man. Lords of Salem, the game. <laughs> I wish. That <laughs> would be great. The, one of the things that's been disappointing trying to find more things to put in my order so I can get the, the shipping down is things that are sold out. I'm like, I didn't even know this existed. Like we talked about the haunting of blind man and the haunting of Hill house releases. I didn't know anything about them sold out. Sucks for me. When, when those things come, sometimes I just have to ignore them. <laughs> I do. Oh man. This Jacob's ladder one. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. You keep looking at shit. You're going to, you know, you're going to be sorry. Oh man. Cause in the, oh dude, I can't have to stop. All right then. All right. <laughs> So, if you want to follow us on Letterboxd, I'm at Corey underscore Culp. If you want to support the show on Patreon, thank you, Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Letterboxd under the moniker Tom Cody. That's Tom Cody. Mm-hmm.